2: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal DiStefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
0: Yeah, Mind Pump. Welcome to Mind Pump, everybody.
1: You know what? Every once in a while when we start recording... I can tell when all of our testosterone levels are over five thousand. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And levels that, are high, and it's not even my final form.
2: Yeah. Nine thousand, anyway. Eight. <laughs> hey, cartoon reference. I'm here with uh, the 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 one and only Small Trap Sal Destefano. Big legs, though.
0: <laughs> small trap, big legs.
2: <laughs> the Justin In Andrews,
1: and who you who, you dude. just heard talking
0: yeah. is our own beautiful. And wonderful. Immaculate Starfish hole.
1: 2.4 gigawatts. <laughs> Adam shaped <body.
2: laughs> Two gigawatts. I almost said you were gonna fully compliment me. I was like, oh, now I feel better about saying about your Never. small Never. traps now. <laughs> yeah. They're not that small. No, not at all. Not at all. I can almost see him from here. God damn it. And I'm sitting right next to you. Alright, bro. What's mm. your plan? Oh, hey, sir. So no. You had a plan. What's your plan? Um I uh You know what I did yesterday? <laughs> That's your plan. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. No, no, no. I um, I watched the CrossFit uh, documentary. Oh, the one on uh, what's his name?
0: Frowning, Rich Froning. Yeah, I'm frowning that you did that.
2: Yeah. Was
1: it good?
0: (laughs) Yuck, 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 yuck. Well,
1: well, before you start, the dude is an animal.
0: Well,
2: let me let me uh, enlighten you guys. So he's not an animal. First of all, um, I, I I you know this this reminds me of when I when I was a young kid. So I we everybody knows if you listen to Mind Pump. We talk a lot of trash about CrossFit, sure, because we just for program of design course. reasons. We're all okay, not talking shit about the athletes. No, the we sport. are all yeah. huge fans of the sport. It's a great oh, sport. I fucking Love watching. Yeah, that shit. I love watching the sport of it. So, isn't that such a backhanded compliment? <laughs> right? Ever? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are so awesome, but you're so dumb. Yeah,
1: at the same time. Hey, sometimes a little backhand increases the excitement. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that being said. When when I was younger I it used to it used to always bother me when uh and I know this I'm gonna take a real crazy left turn here. Uh, Are you gonna get sad? No, no, no. Okay. Uh it used to it used to okay, bother me I'm when happy. people when people would, would uh talk about their um their religion and they would uh you know talk about how great it is, but then they then they know nothing about any other religion. And I just find right. that mm-hmm. um, I've always had a problem with that. And, I, and I, I I grew up in the church and everything like that. So I, I grew up. Uh, well, can I say something real quick? Yeah, of course. I know you have something to say about that. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, man. the kind and, of person that goes to church. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 just no, like no. It's no. yeah. no, like on me listen, and my ghosts.
1: Not at all. My wife's Catholic. My kids go to Catholic school. So I'm not talking shit. But here's,
0: here's There we go.
2: When
1: You know when you watch an athlete and then they they do they win an event and the, the first thing they do is like, I just want to thank God. Yeah. Right? Uh, I would love, because apparently God controls everything, I would love... Just for shits and giggles, to see them blame God one time for a loss. Just
0: one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Just you know. to balance it yeah. out. Like, oh, yeah. Adam,
1: Adam, uh, you just lost your competition. You got 15 play. You know, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. Well, I would just like to blame God.
2: I was just pay- not trained enough yeah. for this. It was or God. What? What's going on? No, no, no. Oh, it's no. God's fault. God, no, no, did, no.
1: God didn't want yeah. me to win. So I just like to blame God on that, you know.
2: Anyway, continue. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that being said, I'm not somebody you know who just decided to pick on CrossFit and I don't know anything about CrossFit. Okay, I did CrossFit for before, before most people knew what the fuck CrossFit was. You know, it originated here in Santa Cruz. Yeah. So, um, and I'm connected to three of the top ten, uh, you know, CrossFit guys in the world right now. So I know them. Hey, okay? and we're not like the best of friends or anything, but very, I have some anymore. very, yeah, <laughs> yeah, any yeah right. I have some really <laughs> good friends that are connected to them, and so you know, I, I've got a relationship with those people, and I'm very familiar with it. And in addition to that, that i like to i'll read articles about that are that's pro crossfit i'll watch documentaries and stuff of like that because i'm i'm fascinated by it regardless if i'm a believer in it as as a way of fitness you know yeah. I, I definitely 100 percent disagree with it as a, a way of fitness but you know what as a as a sport and i think it's cool i think it's very cool and it's very neat and fascinating to watch and some of these athletes like this guy Are fucking unreal. No, he's a beast. So that the title punishment. The title can take punishment like crazy. Dude, so check this out. Okay. Um and and I the reason why I want to talk about this, because I think you guys will enjoy this topic because it it kind of uh segues into a lot of things that we kind of talk about already, and it's a great way to um revisit some of these topics. Um the dude, okay, if you don't know who Rich he is one uh, The uh, mind pump. <laughs> the, he's the, won the mind pump game. Yeah, yeah. he's the, I was going to say that. <laughs> what, the hell what would start? That what would the mind pump?
1: Games I don't know. We'll come uh, up. We'll have to come who up. Who has one. the
0: best verbal assaults via yeah. Instagram? He
1: drank five beers and and held his piss for two hours. Because so. <laughs> yeah. that's what we do.
2: So uh, he hit, he won the CrossFit games four years in a row. Um, and he's not this crazy massive guy. And he's definitely jacked. I mean, he's super ripped. He's uh, he's he's five eight and one hundred ninety five pounds in negative. He's one. five eight. Yeah, he's five eight. Yeah, he's yeah. Whoa. Little guy, like that's little. I, I thought he was taller than that. No, he's only five eight. They actually do uh, all his dimensions at the end of the thing. They actually do, show you all his like yeah. measurements. That's kind of cool. He's he's, that. A, he's a brick. He's a little brick.
1: Yeah, yeah no, yeah. He, he's Very definitely a,
2: a little brick. Yeah, but he is only he's five eight, hundred ninety five, which hundred ninety five pounds and only 5'8". Bro,
1: I I dense. I usually far. weigh around that, and I'm six foot, and I'm not as lean as he is. Yeah,
2: yeah. dense, right? Right. So he is dense as. I mean, he is a, he is a badass. So. You have to, what I love, and I watch things like this, and it doesn't matter if it's a documentary, if it's for something I'm pro or not. I always, I don't know why, what this, and I know you guys are like this because we're all weird like this. I watch shit like that. Of course, I do it when I'm high, so it slows everything down. It's my thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, if I'm watching, t- just so you guys know, I will just put that out there right now. If I'm watching TV, which I don't do a lot of it, it's I'm probably still usually running sitting. Stimpy, yeah, I'm sitting down, putting my feet up. And what's neat, uh, if if those that are not so familiar, basically you don't remember much of what, you no, want. not at all. I disagree. <laughs> I, dis- I disagree <laughs> with that theory. I, just kidding. I you know, uh, when when I when I uh, smoke you cannabis and focus oh on yes, it. I yeah, know, see everything in slow motion. In fact. Smoking and watching a uh, a show that is—we
1: don't advocate this, by the way. Just wanted to say oh, that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> thanks for the disclaimer. You're there. welcome. We do not agree with everything the, that I'm so free show. to say that you do this, everything. Yeah. So uh, when I when I watch shows, it, it will like if I watch an ABC show or whatever, I can just see the bad acting. It's like in slow motion. I can see I can see it. It's it's crazy how it but when I'm if I'm not, if I'm sober and I'm watching it, don't even notice it. You're right, just, dude. I, okay. Yeah, I could totally it, it, I could pick apart something that. like that. So of course, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this, and that's what I'm doing to this. Show. I'm like looking at all the little subtle things that they do. It's obviously uh, a documentary that was probably financed. And I don't know this for sure. Okay. So this is just my opinion of what I think. Oh, no, it
0: said on there. Oh, did it? Yeah. That it was promoted by CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it yeah. did. Yeah. And it
2: was obvious. Because, all their
0: journals are by CrossFit. <laughs> all their articles by CrossFit. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Website, everything, CrossFit. And it it's so, it comes, I mean, it's got the all American, like, Music playing in the background mm. every time they interview him and they're talking to him, there's a huge American flag as the backdrop behind him. I mean, it's, it's just like, and, and like you know, they, they, they adopted a baby, so he's like kissing the baby, you know. I'm so like, it's just like all these clips in it. Well, and they
1: snatching, need, they, I, to, I told you this, I didn't even watch the documentary, but you told us you were watching it. I, I, they need, they want because any sport will explode if they have a superstar
0: superhero like, star Like look
1: look what happened to bodybuilding because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Because of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Pumping Iron, bodybuilding went from circus freaks in the you know uh, in the background to a sport that then influenced how Ooh, other sports exercise. The governor of
0: California. Well, right.
1: Let me tell you what I
2: And I, so they this is their Michael Jordan. They need this yes. they, they, they build him up and they want him to be this you And know, you could see that that okay. And right. that's why I find even like some documentaries funny because you know, and I don't know. I have no idea what this guy's real home life. If he maybe he is the all American guy, and he love and he just kisses babies, and is great to his wife, and he's just this perfect dude. I mean, hmm. But I, when when he described his training, oh, and I saw me. what he did to train to get ready for these competitions and stuff, and I thought to myself, hmm, he's four weeks out from, and he, this happens right. He's four weeks out from his fourth, like most important win for him, going after it right, and they adopt a baby. And, you know, they, there's this like subtle part in it where he's like kissing the baby and the guys record him and asking stuff like that. And, and he mentions that it's the first time with the baby. And they, they do all these clips with him, you know, changing the diaper and doing this stuff. But you can you could tell by the way he's with the baby that – I don't know how much time he actually has spent. Totally. Yeah, with, but it, it's not how they portray it. You right. know what I'm saying? They portray it completely different, you know, because, and I'm thinking to myself, I know how much he's training because he tells us and shows us how much he trains for this. And I'm thinking, like, wow, that's pretty impressive to be able to do that while having a, a newborn. That's in the house.
1: tough. So, well, the fact that he won, didn't he win it? Yes. He obviously In, 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 times in dramatic mean.
2: fashion, too. Yeah. So
1: he obviously trained his so ass. So if off. you don't know how the
2: CrossFit Games works, yeah. it works like this. So there's, <clears throat> it's over the course of two or three days i forget it's at least two days it might be three days i'm not 100% uh off on that which
1: to me that aspect of the of the sport is the most impressive to me because uh yes. as with any sport you have to peak uh on one you know one day one event you know um with this he's got to, you have to peak maximum performance over you know three days
2: yeah and so here's what and this is what makes him so impressive and this is what everybody who competes against him, they, what they say and what, what's known in the community, it's like everybody else, everyone there is competing for second place. Rich dominates it. Yeah, that's and even up. if he's losing or has, is, is behind, on Sunday, he destroys everybody. So you got to go like, whoa, what is up with this guy?
1: So his ability to, to withstand it, it, yeah. punishment. Like, he's like shot, in the tank.
2: So here's a couple of things that I, I learned about the guy watching this documentary. Fascinating. Okay, first of all, They they actually had clips of him as a child, like playing sports. The dude was amazing in everything. Of course. He was amazing in football. He was amazing in basketball. He was amazing in baseball. He was amazing in anything that he did. Of course. And they have all these they have footage of him like as a running back, breaking tackles, running running for touchdowns, left and right. They have him baseball, stealing plays But CrossFit turned him into a super athlete. The, and this what? is this is why i love to talk about this so then it goes that
0: doesn't make sense so then it
2: goes better right so then i'm like okay so this guy was just a genetic freak from from birth, and you can see, and they basically are pr- proving that by showing you what what he looked like and what he, and you could he was. Uh, Katrina and I are watching, like you could see him as at like nine, ten years old. He already had a physique on him as a kid, yeah. you know, like he just was yeah, built. If
1: you saw a picture of me at nine or ten, you'd be like, "Someone, please feed that poor kid." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> you can see my ribs, kid. right? Yeah. So
2: yeah, the, the guy is spaghetti. a genetic freak. Then you find out. <laughs> You find out how this guy trains. Okay, you guys have all seen like how a, a CrossFit wad is put together and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker does four of those a day. Yeah. Oh my god, he blow-
1: Wait, wait, he blows four wads a day. He,
2: he, blows, blows, he blows four, four wads that? a
0: day. Oof. Ew, that's more than me. I did that one time. Yeah. but
1: I can't do more than
2: yeah. two nowadays. It's a lot. That's, yeah. after that, I get sore. I maybe one walk. May I maybe one a day? That's max for me. Just, yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe I mean, it's a lot of toilet paper. Yeah. The Anyways. honesty,
1: the honesty of this podcast is just fucking yeah. amazing.
2: He, I, you know, it was uh, unreal to see somebody be able to. It, and here's the thing: that's the reason why he's dominant. That's the way no one can touch him and catch him. Is because he is literally. A genetic freak that trains like he's a genetic freak. You know what's funny, right? When you're competing in a sport like CrossFit, which is just fucking brutal,
1: brutal on the body, right? Uh, the one who has the ge- the person who has the genetics who can withstand the most punishment is probably going to be the best. You know what I'm saying? Unlike other sports. Yeah. Unlike other sports where maybe the person with the genetics who's the fastest or person with the genetics who's, you know, able to keep calm, like archery or shooting, where these people who can slow their heart rate down and, you know, aim. And by the way, you know what a performance-enhancing drug is for archery and for shooting? Beta beta, blocker. Beta blocker. Yeah. Drugs that slow the the heart rate down. It's the same
0: for um, uh, anybody, like a musician in in the orchestra.
1: Yeah. To calm them down, right? So... For for a CrossFit sport, probably the, the guy
0: that could do the
1: most workouts without getting injured and fucking himself well,
2: and up. He, and what proves that point even more is they So they they take you through all his events. It's kind of cool. So you get to see all his events on days one and two or whatever. And I, can't, I think it's two. Maybe it's three days, two days. I don't remember. But I think it's a total of 10 events that he has to compete in over the course, of, I believe, two days. And he. One of he, them throwing a softball. He's really taking far. ninth say the first day he takes like ninth place or 15th place in the swim. He takes ninth place with this rope climb thing. They do. He takes, he doesn't take first in anything. He's like, I think the best he did in something was like second in like one of the one of the lifts that he's better at than everybody else. Like his his ability to uh, like overhead squat and clean clean and jerk stuff. Yeah. Like he's just, he's a badass. He right? just can survive better than the rest of those people. And because of how he trains too. He's a yeah. genetic freak and then he trains like that to handle that every single day. Four t- I mean, he's got that already, right? So then here comes Sunday. Sunday comes around. First place. First place. First place. Because For- everybody's fried. Yep, Yep. on all the events. They they blew
0: their wad. He is just
2: like getting getting everybody, dude. Mm -hmm. Getting everybody. I mean, it was it was it's cool to watch it. I mean, it's it's funny. You know, they call him the, the fittest man in the world and everything like no. that. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: no, he's the best CrossFitter in the world. Yes, I fucking hate. Yeah, well, it's I mean, it's a documentary, right? They're gonna put a nice title on it and make it look like it's
2: yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but they even had people come on and like talk about it. they like, you know, <laughs> oh, he's the fittest man in the world. Probably they talked about saying too. He is. Oh, yeah. and they had people challenging CrossFit uh, they, on there. They, no, no, no. They did not. Of course, have any not. Of course not. Not. Number yeah, one CrossFitter in the world enters
1: an. Uh, Amateur Olympic lifting competition destroyed. Fifteen place. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot lower than if that. that. Yeah. yeah, if that. World Please.
1: CrossFit champion enters a triathlon loses you know what i mean yeah, yeah it's it's they're excellent at what they do yeah
2: but yeah. i think this this is see, plays
0: ping pong they, there's people right.
2: trying to make claims that he's the greatest athlete that ever lived and all this stuff like that I'm like, whoa bro <laughs> no there's been
1: more dominant athletes in other sports look at michael phelps for fuck's sake oh yeah the guy was so dominant uh it was like uh it, it's almost scary he's a phenom look at lance armstrong look at you know any of these athletes that don't. i mean you know they're the best at what they do he's the best at what he does oh, yeah. i mean that there's no doubt about it
0: yeah. i mean you it know? just it reminds me of just like the modern day gauntlet it should just be called punishment games yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all it is you're yeah. surviving some gauntlet
1: well i'll tell you what you know what?
0: This and is- i didn't die this time <laughs> how ah, first place
1: this 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 is great because you're bringing up that whole point about being a genetic you know genetic anomaly being that 0.001% of the world that can perform at a certain level. I'll use an example of a sport that I followed since its inception that in the beginning, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about, because there were so many factors. I'm talking about mixed martial arts. And When MMA first came to the US...
2: I used to love watching it back in the not it,
1: it wasn't about uh, who was the, the the craziest genetic anomaly in terms of physical ability. It was about who understood how to fight the best and how to, how to, how to make the other fighter have to fight your fight. And so you had this genetic weakling, which literally Hoist Gracie, who won the first three, uh, he would get his ass kicked in any sport. And it that was that was dependent on strength, speed, and you know, power. The guy's not strong. The guy's not
2: fast. He was a skinny dude. The filthiest technique ever for jiu-jitsu. But but his jiu-jitsu and his... No, you know what's funny? You know
1: what's funny? For jiu-jitsu, he's not even the best. His brother Hickson could fucking mop the floor with him. And even today, even if you took him in his prime and put him in a jiu-jitsu tournament, he'd get his ass kicked. It's just that he knew jiu-jitsu and the other guys didn't. Yeah. And for a long time, MMA was dominated by these guys that understood technique, which which is really what martial arts is all about. Because look... You take 1,000 people, a 1,000 random people, you're probably not going to even have one person – one of them is going to be in the top 0.1% of the world in terms of genetic ability. So most people are average. That's what average means. So martial arts are supposed to set you up to be able to defend yourself against a bigger, stronger – Meaner opponent, and that's what jiu-jitsu did very well, and it was established. Now, when you watch mixed martial arts, because it's so evolved, you have to be well crafted in like five things. Yeah. Even now, hit. now everybody's good at everything. It's the best athlete. Now yeah. it's the genetic freaks that are winning. You're right. You see what I'm saying? You're right. Like all of them are good at Jujitsu, all of them are good at wrestling, all of them can kickbox, all of them can box. Now it's the genetic anomaly athlete. That, that's It's it. made its way in. Right, yeah. and it's going to keep go- going that way. Now you're going to have people who are like NFL athletes caliber Mm -hmm. you know who now know how to fight and they're the ones that are going to win because when when you have two people who know how to fight very well and their skills very good and they meet each other it's the guy who's the who's the better genetic freak and that's what high level
2: sports is well, it, yeah, it's and now uh, I'm sad. Did you,
1: <laughs> did you, did you
2: guys ever watch? Uh, did we ever watch that TED Talk together that I thought was just so? Yes, funny? we did. Yeah. We discussed it. We I had wish, an episode on it. Did we do an episode on we it? Did, we did. We yeah, That was. That was. A, I wish I remember the name of it so I could. I could plug it again because it was so fascinating to me because it talked about this, just the evolution of science. You know, and and I was. I tell you what, man. I used to say it. I mean, I for sure, in my head, I believed. I truly believe that the difference between the super athlete now and the super you know athlete 40 years ago was performance enhancement drugs I would I would have said that for I was or I would argue that till I died to, until I saw that tenta. No. when I saw that it shattered my paradigm no, what they completely did completely shattered my paradigm He
1: proved it and he proved it very very well and uh, we should you know what we'll get the name Justin maybe when you post uh, okay on, post on our it. Instagram page at mind pump you could put like the name of it so people can find it okay. very
2: cool very cool <laughs> but this
1: guy proved yeah that the major advancements in sports the major reasons why uh, records have, have been broken you know for so many years and why they continue to be broken is for two reasons and it's not performance enhancing drugs one is better equipment much more advanced yes. equipment more advanced pools more advanced yeah, tracks examples, tracks yeah by tracks shoes, versus yeah all that stuff number two is that what they call the democratization of sports where athletes are becoming specialized for a particular sport not because their training is specialized but because they're born for and that. picked yes. right. for it Hand so selected. right because you know 50 years ago 60 years ago the or long, or maybe even further before that, um, the perfect athlete was considered somebody who could do anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, someone who was the best swimmer, they would try and pick out this guy who was like 5'10, 170 pounds, and that was the the model athlete for every sport, shot put, wrestling, boxing. Yeah, now,
0: we start looking at levers,
1: yeah. Now, like the best shot putter looks nothing like the best long distance runner, who looks nothing like the best weightlifter, who looks nothing like the best triathlete, you know, they're all born. A specific way and then on top of that they have all the training and the yes. equipment yes and then when you add performance enhancing drugs that adds a little bit but not a ton yeah. but it adds a little bit but we've said this before.
0: But that's how the that's how the one percent competes against each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's yes. not
2: what got them there.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh that's shit! That's
2: such a great yeah. point right there. That is such a great point. Is that that is what separates the one percenters? Right. The, it, well, you at that what, level. What, then yeah, every little what bit, really you know, gets them. Yeah. yeah. What really gets them to that level is they are genetically built for that. They've trained their asses off all yep. their entire they life. To, all the technique, to, everything. Yes, to get there. And then what makes you know you know superstar one. Better than Superstars 2 could be some performance enhancement drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, so it could t- tip the scale just that slight bit.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But like I said, if you take uh you take me, for example, you could put me, and I don't have bad genetics, I have average or maybe a little better than average. You could put me on the most scientific, crazy stack of, of steroids and anabolic hormones in the world, and I would never win Mr. Olympia. I would never be an NFL. No, no. I would never mm-hmm. play in the NFL. You could give me all the drugs in the world, you could have the best scientists in the world construct the best, you know, drug concoction. Put me on it for the next five years, and I would definitely look different. I'd probably, you know, I'd definitely perform better than I do now. But I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to touch these guys at this level because well, that's not, it, I wasn't born that
0: way. I've seen it firsthand with with athletes that I that I played with that wanted to go to the next level so bad that they just compromised. They just they got jacked, mm-hmm. but they still couldn't compete. No, you they can't. could not compete with with their you know, these genetic, uh, phenomenons. Mm-hmm. Now, what, one thing
1: that I did because I'm extremely, and you guys are the same way. I know you guys are, I'm very competitive. I'm very driven. Uh, I want to achieve success in whatever I do, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, business or whatever. Um, once I got old enough to understand that at first I was kind of sad, like, fuck, like no matter what I do, I'll never be able to be look like Arnold or I'll never be able to, but here's one thing that I do tell myself. That I firmly believe in. And whether I'm right or wrong, it doesn't fucking matter. Here's what I firmly believe in. I firmly believe in that I can work, I can outwork anybody, and that I have a better attitude than anybody. And whether that's true or not really doesn't matter because the fact that I believe that is what propels me to be the best me
0: yeah, that I'll ever be. Once you understand that, you can really hone in to who you are, you know, your skills, and you can keep refining that to be the ultimate Right. And that's all you have to be concerned about. Right. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. I was uh, genetically gifted
1: with a big mouth or fucking cursed. We don't know yet. We'll see what we'll <laughs> yes. ends up happening, guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. it, you know, I just like us. Uh, I like us talking. I mean, the other day we were all on, um, you know, our buddy Joe Donnelly, uh, one of my favorite guys. If you guys don't follow him already, I think I've plugged him once before. Oh, we've plugged him like five like, times. Five yeah. Five times you now, I've got a slight yeah. man crush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, you know what? Like, you, and I just, you haven't
1: even, you guys haven't even had sex yet. No, 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 no not
2: yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about so, it. So. <laughs> I just, I just love, I love people with no filters. I love people with no filters, and I, I, I'd rather take somebody who's going to slightly offend somebody every once in a while and is politically incorrect than the the person Been who, Fake. yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, me I, too. I love the realness behind the guy, and you know, people, um, boy, they just love to come after him about being natural or unnatural, and he gets so much shit for being this guy who claims he's natural. He's two hundred and fifty pounds, shredded to the bone, and a a freak. And I've met him in person and I can tell when someone is or is not for
1: most of the time for the most not time. always yeah right. not
2: exactly you know there's there's there is people but there there's some things that I feel like uh it's sometimes someone who is on it sometimes you can or cannot or what like that because depending on how well they use it but somebody who is a hundred percent natural I, I can normally tell pretty for sure on what they look like, and he in real in life, and when you meet the guy, he looks natural. You thinking. could tell that a lot of his the reason why he looks the way
1: he does in terms of muscularity is because he's works out hard and he's got crazy genes. Yeah,
2: he's incredibly dense. If you put if we stand next to each other, um, I look a lot bigger than he does, but he's crazy. He's bigger. He's uh, yeah, it weighs you. He's an he, He's yeah. two hundred fifty pounds. I'm two thirty. He's got twenty pounds on me. He's only got one inch on me. He squats about five times of what I can squat. Yeah. But you also, I've seen pictures of it's him. It's another example of being able to take that
0: like crazy amount of punishment. Like he, well, he would be amazing at CrossFit. Didn't, <laughs> didn't if he play in the NFL? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. He, and, well, and you can Watch see, yeah, you can see that he was, he's a perfect example of just like who we're talking about right now with the rich phony. If you look back at his pictures when he was 17, if you put his picture at 17 and yeah. said, seven, I mean, the dude was, I mean, he was a, you a know freak already. He looks
1: sick. Now, I brought this up earlier, yeah. but I, you know, we didn't. I don't think we did this on air. Uh, here's something interesting that I've noticed. I, this is not scientific; it's my own my own observation. I've noticed with people who uh, build muscle, lift weights, and who are natural, they tend to be much stronger than they look, versus the other way around. Now, that's not to say there's guys on gear who aren't strong as shit. Obviously, some of the strongest people in the world are, but. I've noticed a lot of natural guys like Lane Norton, for example, muscular, impressive looking, not nearly as big as, you know, the number one physique competitors. Oh, no. And he's a bodybuilder. But Norton, strong, it, it, way stronger than he looks. Way yeah. stronger yeah, than and he looks.
2: if he was in a polo shirt standing next to you, you wouldn't even think he's like a hardcore lift guy. Right. But he fucking can right. lift a house. And,
1: and if you look at the old time uh, muscle builders, if you, look, if you read about some of the feats of strength of like mm-hmm. Eugene Sandow and, you know, some of these guys way back in the day before steroids were even invented – they do lifts that uh, I don't think a lot of guys could do in yeah. the gym. Uh, crazy feats of strength. Deadlifting over 600 pounds, squatting over 600 pounds. The first 500-pound benchers were all natural. Doing odd lifts like the bent press with 300 pounds. Crazy shit that yeah. you, you you couldn't even believe. Um, and then you go back enough uh, far enough time. Paul Anderson, who was a famous Olympic lifter, the guy had some ridiculous feats of strength. And he was, apparently he was natural for most of his life. And then, uh, let's talk about my hero. My, uh, number. Hearn. No, not Michael Hearn. Michael Hearn's a fucking beast though. Um, I'm talking about Jack LaLanne. Oh, okay. Oh
0: yeah. Jack LaLanne. He's the father of fitness. Really. Jack
1: LaLanne is when it comes to fitness idol, just for pure fitness. Yeah. Uh, it's Jack LaLanne. Yeah. That guy set world records in pushups and pull-ups in
0: his fifties. Didn't he set one for swimming too? I thought I he remember pulled, seeing him. Pulling,
1: pulling, a yeah, with, with his, his teeth. teeth. Oh, yeah. no, no. This is what he did. This was on his 70th birthday, and you can find this video on YouTube. <laughs> they actually recorded it. He pulled uh, seven or ten rowboats with seven or ten people in it. So 70 people in boats. He pulled them from Alcatraz back to San Francisco. That's nuts. With a harness <laughs> attached to him with his hands and feet shackled. So he's swimming like a fucking dolphin. 70 Shut years old. Uh 70 That's how he did it. I didn't he, know that. Yes. That's wow. true. took him along. Yeah, it's on video. Wow. And he just he just swam he's the guy Again, of course, genetic freak, but what
2: lived the lifestyle? Oh, dude. definitely natural. His, you remember? I know you've then if yep. you've seen all that. You've seen like his daily routine, right? He did the, like the craziest things ever when he it did was. A, it was like, kind of funny, yeah, the, yeah. The silly like wrist, yes, Yes, he did, he, yes, he did. his, his wrist warm ups and oh, foot warm. Yeah. I mean, he spent. Yeah. The, he had this routine of but what he yeah. did religiously he every did it every day, and you know the guys like so that like going back to Joe Donnelly, the Mike O'Hearns, the people like. Like that, that so many people want to say, oh, steroids, because they look so huge. You and know we what? don't
1: know all these people. So no, we're not claiming, you know, yes or no, that they are yeah. or not. Yeah.
2: But it's, to me, it's very, very believable that they are natural because, I mean, Michael Hearn, the guy's been lifting weights for like 30 plus well, years. Well, he was
1: also, was he California? He was a yes. powerlifting champion and then California judo champion. Or something like that. So, and, and he's
2: he has been lifting heavy and hard for a very... And that's just like Joe... And again,
1: strong as shit. I don't know if you ever see him go on his Instagram. Michael Hearn will do a freaking demo where he's talking to people, telling them how to squat. Why, squatting five
2: plates. Like 500
1: that. pounds on his back, yeah. and he's talking while he's doing it, and he'll go down and hold You're it at the bottom. You want to hold it. Yeah, yeah. he hold it at the bottom. This is where your hips need to be, and he'll come up. Okay, let's try that again. Come down and talk. Like I would do 135. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: like, and, what the and, fuck? and that, that type of strength like that, like there, nobody can, you don't, you don't just take a bunch of anabolics and then all of a sudden can do that. No. I mean, you, it takes years and years and years to build that type of strength. I yeah. mean- And that's, to me, what makes me, whether they are 100% or not, which we've talked about who cares, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it
1: doesn't matter. I think when you care, because I used to care when I was a kid. It used to piss me off, too, because I'd look at me, ah, you're on Jews. Oh, you're not. The reason why I used to care is the same reason why people care now, because it challenges you. All of a sudden, you're looking at this person, and you're thinking, you know, they're better than me. That's not cool. Oh, this is why they're better, because they're doing this, and I'm not doing that. And it makes you feel better about yourself. Newsflash, okay. There's probably people in the world that are going <laughs> to be better at better you, than you. <laughs> that are smarter than you, that are yeah. faster than you, that are better looking than you, right? Uh, you know, that look younger than you when you get older. That whatever. It's just it's just fucking life. We're not all equal. It's just the way it is. So get over it. Be the best. Uh, you know, you that you can be. And the only way you can do that is by comparing yourself to you. Yeah. Not to anybody else. Yeah. No, that's you a, know what I'm
2: saying. Uh, we've talked about this a long time ago before too. Of um, I'm a huge fan of since, <laughs> since I've done this whole Instagram thing, I, I love, uh, doing this like progress even, and I, and I discipline myself to do this even when I don't feel good. So even if I'm not posting it on Instagram, I have, uh, the most narcissistic volume of pictures of myself in my phone, but I do, I'm so, catching up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do this because um, I am. I'm always competing against myself. I don't scroll through a bunch of fitness, and that, which people ask me all the time, like, oh, who's your like fitness inspiration or this or that? I'm like, my fitness inspiration is my fat ass two weeks ago. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at what did I look like a month ago? Where am I at now? What, am I improving? Am I regressing? And that's what motivates me and drives me. I, so
1: you know, it's, um, this is crazy that you even brought this up because I actually wanted to do a whole episode on what you're talking about right now. I, I just finished training one of my clients, uh, Jim, who I've been training for a long time. The guy's 69 years old. Uh, For the last, I don't know, 40 years, the guy has exercised on a consistent basis. He swims an hour and a half, nonstop, every single night. Whoa! He lifts weights four days a week. He eats very well. Uh, He's not a genetic freak in any sense of the term, but he's just super consistent, super... And, you know, I talked to him today Because I look up to him And the, this fucker doesn't believe me when I tell him that He thinks I'm blowing smoke up his ass Because he thinks I'm like some kind of hero And I always tell him, like, no You're way, you're like on a different level than me You've been doing this for so long You're 69, this is crazy And I asked him, I said What keeps you motivated that whole time? Like, what's mm-hmm. your motivation? And you know what he said to me? What? He said, don't fall in love with the progress Fall in love with the process mm-hmm. Which, to me, was like whoa, that was earth shattering, because that makes a lot of sense. Like he doesn't necessarily, yes, he's going to progress. You know, he's progressed this whole time that he's done this. but Right, let that be the
0: byproduct in a sense. Yeah, he
1: loves the process. He loves swimming. He loves exercising. He loves eating healthy. He loves the every day of it. And as a result of that, he's done it nonstop for longer than I've been alive. And the guy is a fitness phenomenon. As a result of it, yeah. at 69 years old, the guy we have we we just hit a PR uh, in his uh, squat last week at 69. You know, normally when you train someone at that age, you're happy to just not go backwards, just mm. to maintain. Right. So it's all about you know that was from his point of view, and for me, it kind of blew my mind. And you know, it's it makes it's sense It's all
0: pers- perspective. Yeah,
1: man. just fall in love with the process, like yeah. love the day the day to day of it. Love the fitness. I mean, and I don't think anyone in this room doesn't love working out. No, I mean
0: it's how you approach anything in life, you know. From from that aspect, it, it it'll change everything. If you if you can start loving, you know, the the process of adversity, you know, w- when when things are challenging, if you if you can start really, you know, focusing on the fact that you recognize that this is a challenge right now that I'm going to overcome, and you know, after that, you just you just benefit from the rewards of it.
1: You do. And and I'm going to use myself as an example here because I'm extremely competitive and I do compete against other people, but I don't do it with some weird, you know, like if I can't beat this person, then I'm a failure type of deal. Like Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, I always talk shit to Adam about working out. We always talk shit to each other back and forth. First of all, we both love it. Nobody gets offended, but I don't pretend to uh, think to myself that I'm somehow going to look or become more muscular than him. He's a professional physique competitor. But it, mot- I know it motivates me to try to compete against him to train myself harder because you like to stay
0: uncomfortable. I love this it. This is this is how I feel. Yes, I I, I, I love enjoy it. putting myself into uncomfortable uh, situations that challenge me because I feel like that's the only way I can ever grow. Exactly, and I do want to grow.
1: Exactly. You'll 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 almost never hear me talk shit to someone about uh to to someone who I think who I'm already outperforming. You know, unless they're coming up and I like and I'm having fun with them and I want them to, to, to move up. But usually I'll try to compete with someone who's better than me, even if I don't think I'm, I'm not going to win. I know it's going to push me to be a better me. But that I've identified in myself. Yeah. Now, if you're not that kind not of person, not everybody can do that. Yeah. Right. If you're that kind of person that that doesn't work for you, then don't do it. Then it's all about being a better just being a better you. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think when we approach life with this whole, you know, um, yeah everybody's going to be equal, everybody, you know, yeah. that, no, 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 no. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. In fact, uh, societies that have approached, uh, life that way, um, or approached uh, policy, you know, public policy that way have resulted in deaths of millions of people and the loss of liberty and life for lots of people. I think what we need to understand is that we're not equal, uh, but we all have, uh, everybody has
0: a little bit of fight in them,
1: right? We're, we all should be treated equal and that's yeah. it. We're all treated equal, but we're not all going to win the race. But at the end of the day, I'm nice to you. You're nice to me. And we fucking go for it and become a better who we are.
2: Oh, right? absolutely. The The process has to be something that if you're going to be successful at it, you have to love that. You have to enjoy that because otherwise it'll be short lived. If it's just purely a goal and you're going to punish yourself to get to that goal. Yeah, you might achieve that goal, but sustaining that forever, long term, like it, it won't. You can't. You just can't. It won't happen. You'll you'll stop because you're not loving the process of it because we've talked about this before. You know the body; it, it's not linear. You do not. It, that's why I love the pictures because I'm always manipulating my program and my nutrition. And you're trying, enjoying. You love that process. Yes, I love that. I love and a lot. Of, guess what? A lot of times it doesn't give me the result I want. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I'm doing things that I think, oh, okay, I'm going to start incorporating this. I'm going to try that. I'm going right. to do this. You and learn then, from it. though. Yeah, and then I look at the there. picture. Like two weeks go by, and I'm like, motherfucker. I'm going backwards mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or i don't like what i see but i don't get i don't get down on myself i don't go like well screw this i give up or i don't want to do that it's like it was a learning process like okay well i know now that that isn't best for me I, maybe i should go and do this instead and then i love playing with that and doing that and, well, uh, and well, there's so a that, lot there's a lot of stepping back
1: absolutely and you know what's interesting so check this out so if your if your ultimate goal the only motivation, if the only motivation that you have is to hit a goal, like that's it. I just have to hit this goal. That's the only reason why I'm motivated. Let me tell you what's going to happen if you're lucky enough to hit that goal, okay? You're going to fail afterwards it, because you've hit that goal. Now what? As a matter of fact, psychologists uh, call it post-goal depression where your motivation for something is simply to like, like all I want to do is uh, you know, uh, win this tournament coming up. That's all I want to do. That's all I motivate. That's the only reason why I'm working out. And then you win that tournament, and guess what? Now what? Now what? You didn't yeah. love the process. You didn't enjoy the process. You actually, and I've I've experienced this myself. You know, I I used to compete and train in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It didn't love it like I love the process of working out, uh, but I enjoyed it. And I remember I trained going into a tournament, and I trained my ass off, and I got first place. I was so unmotivated after that first place because the process wasn't what I really loved the most. It was the fact that I had to get this tournament. Now, if we rewind before that, I had entered a tournament and I had lost. And that motivated the shit out of me because all I wanted to do was win a tournament. But once I got there, though. Yeah,
0: you want to do is get back in right, there so, have uh, at it.
1: Yeah, so goals are very important. But what's more important is enjoying the process because well, you I- might actually hit that goal and then what?
0: Yeah, uh, you know oh yeah it's true though too because it, it, it goes along with purpose and it reminds me of people that um, you know they, they retire and it, it, they it hit their creates this yeah. yeah it creates this depression because they worked so long to get to this point where they can do all this so-called free time but the, you know they detach themselves from purpose and, and a reason to to get up and get get moving and you know be organized and and achieve something. Um, so that's something that I will, I'll definitely be challenging myself with when I get to a point where it's like, okay, I don't think I'll ever retire. I always have my hand in something that really motivates me and drives me every day to, to accomplish something because, you know, it doesn't have to be like super demanding and, and absorb all my time, but it's something I'm, I'm always going to be vested in something because I want, I want to be challenged.
1: Right. And it, just to bring it back to, to fitness. You know, if you're listening to this right now and you're having trouble being motivated to exercise on a regular basis, what you need to do is you need to find a way to enjoy the 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 the, the day-to-day of it, you know, enjoy the day-to-day. We've talked about this a million times. Look, uh, are you going to get great are you going to get better results, you know, going running than you are maybe just walking a little bit maybe, but if you fucking hate wa- running, then don't. Just walk. You know, find something that you or George you're,
0: Froning do CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> we promote you. Yeah,
1: so if you find if you if, you know find what you enjoy about it. I have a client I was just talking to about this the other day, and he was telling me how you know he he wants to start losing weight again. He's going to get real focused again, and he uh, you know he, he, after one week he no, no progress, and he's like, ah, oh, so frustrating. I tried so hard. I came in here did cardio three times. So I you know I explained to him the whole calories burn, and it's not really that big of an impact. And I told him I said, you know what? Why don't you do 30 to 40 minutes of, of activity every single day and he's like oh well that's boring now he's a writer he likes to write and so and he likes to listen to podcasts and stuff I said no 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 so you think of it wrong don't come here and do cardio because you fucking hate that you're not going to do that every day I said put your headphones on listen to, your podca- to a there podcast bring a notepad and paper and go for a walk somewhere that's inspiring do that every single day make it part of your routine but make it something that's enjoyable and it's like a light bulb went off in his head the, his, the look on his face was like I never thought of it that way I mean that's the way you need to approach it yeah, you know, well, it's funny. I think we Absolutely.
2: all we all kind of coach a very similar because you know I was just having this conversation with one of my clients that I'm coaching right now. That's that's fairly new, and uh, they're they're always like, well, "What's next? What do I what do I have to do this or what do I have to do that?" And like you know, want to know, wait, where are we gonna lose this? And I'm like, it's not about that, you know what this is about. And I spend a lot of time asking how do you feel? Do you when they're like, what do you mean? How do I feel? I'm like, well, I mean, are you enjoying how you're eating right now? Do you does it work well with your lifestyle? Is that you know, it's not like I don't care if you went up one or down two. Like I want to know, like what I've got you doing right now. Is it something that you see yourself being able to continue to do? Is and by a- the
1: way, that that is the the uh, that is what a good that is what an excellent trainer would say. Because a bad trainer would do the opposite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell you, know, them you
2: need to do this. You need to do that. No, no, you got to
1: get that ten pounds off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, you're interested. And the person's longevity. Long, long. Right. You're interested in making in having fitness become part of their life.
2: Yeah, and, and that's a good trainer. And I explained to them. I said, you know, and I'm very good now. I mean, it, it took me a long time in training before I learned how important this was to explain to clients. Is that, you know, this is about this is about a lifestyle, and I, and I, it's very easy to convince close them when you first start on. Listen, do you want just to lose 10 pounds or do you want me to teach you how to live a fit, healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life? And like nobody says they don't want that. You know, nobody right. says like, oh, just lose 10 pounds and I don't care about being fit and healthy like they want that, you know. And so when you make sure they commit that, say, well, well let me explain to you then. I don't want to get all I'm going to I'm going to have you give me your weight and I'm going to be tracking all that stuff for my reasons. But I don't want you to focus on that. I don't care about that. And I got this I got this new girl right now and she and she's probably listening to this right now. So I won't put her name out there. But, you know, she came to me and she had listened. She'd been listening to Mind Pump for quite a while. And she's like, man, she's like, you've struck a chord with me because I feel like, you know, I'm that person who's who's suffering from metabolic damage. And, uh, you know, when I looked at her her calories and stuff. She's eating like 800 to 1,000 calories. Wow. And yeah, and she's not a tiny little girl. You know, she needs a lot more than that. For her body type, she probably should be eating somewhere between 2,000 and 2,500 minimum. Wow. And so, you know, right away, that's, I see that right away. And then I see the balance of type of foods and stuff. And then on top of that, then she's coming and she's training hardcore. In a class four times a week, super high intensity, you know, just p- pushing the shit out of herself. In addition to trying to be active on top of that and trying to cancel out the little bit of cow she is doing. So I was like, you're, this is going to be tough for you, but I want you to scale way back, way back. And then, you know, if I if I see you coming into Orange theory and I catch you running on the treadmill, I'm going to get after you. I want you walking. And when I'm yelling at everybody else, go faster, you're walking. And, I, and it was funny because the, the other day was her first day in there and she was just looking at me like, do I have to just walk? And I'm like, (laughs) yes, just watch. It was amazing though. Already, right? Having her eat more food. She's up like 400 calories. She's exercising 50% less at about 80% less intensity already seeing a decline in her weight. And I'm like, I actually want you to, and then I go, I actually want you to bump your calories even more because I don't want to see any decline in weight right now. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, more water, more food, less work, less activity. And you're see already starting to see results of that. And right now I don't care about your weight. That's going to come right. right now. I want you fed. I want you fed. I want you feeling healthy. I want balance and just watch. This is all part of it. You know, so I love somebody who will, who'll stick through it and get there because those are the ones who change their lives. The ones that actually have blind faith, they stick through the process. They make it through, whether it takes three months, six months, nine months, whatever, depending on how much damage we've done in the past. When they finally get there, and it, and they actually get to see their metabolism working for them instead of against them, which they've been probably struggling with for months or years in their life, oh, it's it's so rewarding. It yeah. makes everything we do worth. For
1: those of you who are, for those trainers who are listening and hearing everything Adam's saying, uh, and you're thinking yourself, how can I communicate that to my client? Um, because that's tough, right? I mean, it's tough. Adam is a great communicator and so he can and so he can communicate that confidence and have people have that faith in him. But that's a hard thing for a trainer to do, right. And so uh, I'll just tell you this as a trainer, you need to believe in it and have passion behind it. and then your client will follow and listen. And and follow your advice. If you yourself are questioning yourself, and you don't have that passion behind you, because right. you're like, oh, I don't know, because they're you. already
0: leery to do that, right? Because it's it's like a contradiction to their go button, right? That they're always going to go with, and they know that recipe has done such and such. So you really have to have conviction,
1: right? So you know, uh, have that conviction, that passion, and um, then they'll then they'll they'll follow you.
2: Yeah, don't fall into the trap of. Because they want you to lose them 10 pounds so bad that you want to show them that as fast as you can to prove that you're a great trainer. Yeah. Right. I I, I do. I, it drives me crazy. And the analogy I use, you can bite it right off of me, is when someone gives me a weight goal and they, and I can feel that that's what's so important to them, I flip it right back on them. And I go, oh, you want to lose 20 pounds and that matters so much to you. Yes, yes, yes. I say, oh, easily. We could do that in a week. They're like, what? A week? Oh, Yeah. Perfect. This is what I want you to do. Stop eating and run on the treadmill every day. Yeah. And they're looking at me all crazy and they laugh and I laugh and I go, that sounds crazy, right? But that's just an extreme analogy of what you're doing. Mm extreme analogy. I'm going on one extreme, but it's really what you're doing. You are starving the body so much. You are pushing so hard that that's pretty much what you're doing. You may as well push if you want that in that amount of time. You can. You just got to keep pushing that direction. and Stop eating. You might and, die on the way.
1: Right, and talk about enjoy the process. Who the fuck's going to enjoy that process? Hey, who's
0: ever going to want to do that again? Never. Yeah. No one's going to enjoy really that really process. Yeah. So, and then you lose. And then you so. lose. <laughs> and
1: it's not the weight no. that you want, not the body fat. No, no. it's... Yeah. Awesome. So uh please uh do not forget to subscribe to Mind Pump and uh rate and review us. We love it. Adam yeah. loves it. Justin loves it. But Ooh, you know who love loves it. it the most?
0: Doug. Doug loves Doug. it. Doug. Do it for Doug. Do it for Doug. We yeah. Look at please. that face he's making. Do it for Doug. He's gonna keep saying it, so yeah. <laughs> We're going to make sure to do it for Doug. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this
2: is Mind Pump. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.